Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is a Lip Media Podcast. We're talking again. My body's swimming. Hi, I'm Paul Mitzi. I'm Lucy Thomas. And I'm Santa Claus. No, you're not. You're Brendan Levi. <laughs> Say it. Brendan Levi. And we are the Swapcast Podcast. Every week we watch an entry in the body swap movie genre and break it down for you. This week we are watching the 2015 Christmas movie Christmas Trade, starring William Baldwin, Denise Richards, and Tom Arnold, in which a magical Christmas bear causes a father and son to switch <laughs> bodies. <laughs> As always, we love to hear from our listeners, so slide into our DMs on Insta, send us an email at theswapcastpodcast at gmail.com, or chuck us a review on iTunes so we can get to 100 reviews and do an episode on Face Off already. Exciting news, we're, we're officially charting now. We peaked at number three on film and TV podcasts. We're going to go platinum, baby. Yeah. <laughs> we're out charting Ricky Gervais, Dax Shepard. We're f- out charting Rue fucking Paul. <laughs> we are superstars. And frankly, it's time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I have to say, some people have given us some more reviews. We're getting yeah, closer and I love, to Face I Off. I love that one that's like, here's a review. I really want to hear you review Face Off. I'm yeah. like, yes, girl. You've been listening. <laughs> yes. So, you know, join the choir, review us on iTunes. I like the email we got about buying a Brazilian swap film off of eBay. (laughs) I really want to know that guy that wants us to buy his DVD of a Brazilian swap film actually Actually listens listens to the show. Yeah. Yeah. Because if he's a fan, you know, Uh, probably we will. Yeah, maybe we will. Did you look up? It's probably like $1,000 or something. So, this is a test. You have to edit that out. No, no. If he he emails (laughs) us... Yeah. Saying he heard this conversation. Then we'll get the DVD. I will consider buying the DVD. (laughs) I'm not buying it otherwise. (laughs) So, it's our Christmas episode. Uh, Last year, we watched Christmas Switch. And this year... We watched A Christmas Trade. Ooh, this it's year like we you spin Christ- the wheel and it's like whatever whatever <laughs> word it lands on, that you just add that on. <laughs> I, I'm still waiting for Christmas. A Christmas Trade. Yeah. <laughs> Christmas Switcheroo is next year. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so the Australian... Man swaps with kangaroo made. for Christmas. <laughs> uh, so, Christmas Trade. Last year's Christmas Switch was a budget Christmas movie that was full of no-name actors this year we watch one that has the enormous star power of William Baldwin, Denise Richards, and Tom Arnold. <laughs> In a did, budget Christmas film. <laughs> did they elevate this beyond the average low-budget Christmas Drek, or did they not? Brendan. Um, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> this was like moderately better than the one we watched last year. <laughs> oh, what? I disagree. Oh, really? <laughs> I I don't think I've ever had this before when I'm watching a movie. Uh, so but you know when people say like I'd rather like rip my own skin off. <laughs> I was actually thinking about the one the, the last year was worse. I was like <laughs> fidgeting because I was just so like uncomfortable with the fact that I'm still watching it. You know the no namers last year. We're no-name actors that we'd never heard of. You just of. are saying this because it had songs in it and you love your songs. <laughs> no, but the lead boy in this film, who is also a no-name actor, is so fucking terrible. The worst swap performance. I'm putting my foot down. The worst swap performance we've ever seen in any of the movies that we've reviewed. I don't agree. And I think he did better than William Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> Look, William Baldwin did horribly, but that kid That kid was better. That kid was terrible. The kid had Do you hate do you hate this kid more or the ki- or the little girl from the Christmas trade? I mean the switch, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the Christmas switch girl the thing is that she had an advantage was that she wasn't the main character, so we didn't have to see her much. This kid is in like every second scene. And it's just awful. And, like, he's a little kid. I feel bad for it. And I'm sure if, you know, he had Spielberg or someone directing him, he could have maybe, like, got a good performance out he of it. He wasn't that bad. It was bad. He, it was he, he, bad. It wasn't that bad. He had this, like, like he obviously tried to put, like, stuttering in to make it sound like he's more natural, but it just felt so put on. He was terrible. He's terrible. I know. I would give it more to the bully, if anything. <laughs> oh, the bully was bad. Yeah, that was... The, like, across the board, all the acting in this was fucking was woeful. Rough. Yeah. Awful. Awful. I Is definitely it- thought the kid did better than William Baldwin, though. Yeah. If you're going to talk about, like, pretending to be an adult and pretending to be a child, um, my vote is going to the kid. Yeah, he's just a kid. Those adults should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> I think everyone involved in this film should be ashamed of themselves. Uh, it wasn't even that bad. It was just boring. And I don't know if it's because we've watched so many of these now that every single aspect of this film, I'm like, yeah. I know. There was, one, there was one point where we had to pause the movie so I could go to the toilet and it said on the screen how long I had to go and it was like, you've got to be <laughs> fucking kidding me. Yeah, how do they squeeze 27, 27 more minutes? 27 more minutes of this. <laughs> it was it was a str- like the thing is like every scene had no point to it. There was no, it never yeah, escalated totally. towards anything funny or interesting. It was just these are the things that also, are happening and we're watching Also, were they insinuating that Tom Arnold was Santa Claus? I <laughs> <laughs> uh, see. I refer to it every time as Christmas demon. <laughs> <laughs> if if you go in and make Tom Arnold Santa Claus, <laughs> slap a beard on him. Put a God fucking sake. beard on him. <laughs> is that what they were insinuating? I think uh, wait, so. Are you? And then it's like trailed off. <laughs> all the all the. Mechanics of the swap and everything were just so half fucking ass. Yeah, this bear shows up yeah, on his let's, doorstep. Let's, yeah, let's take it from the top. Sure. So I, I really don't want to. That expect- was the Christmas demon, the bear. <laughs> Fuck. That was a scary looking bear. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to expel too much energy on saying the plot of this. I don't film. think you need to you do s- the plot. It's, just like uh, it's basically like basically for the people who watched or heard our Vice First episode. It's just Vice First. Yeah, totally. Just, Shoved in a Christmas setting. Also, how depressed are we that we didn't realize that 
if vice versa was a Christmas yeah, we swap, could have done we could have done it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's a father and son who- Switch then, buddies. They switch buddies. They switch back. A Christmas bear shows up on the, the doorstep. Let's stop talking about this Denise movie. Denise Richards inserts herself in, this co- in the story. The uh, end. Uh, so- Father and son, they have their generic dead mom. De- dead mom. Yeah, you gotta like, put that on the graph. We need to make yeah. a graph of how many of these movies have a dead parent. Uh, okay. uh, did she? Did she die in a bakery fire? No, that was her bakery. <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm pretty sure she. But it did look. Yeah, I, I'm pretty no, sure. No, it's just gone out of business. <laughs> Opening day. <laughs> She died doing what she loves her. Oh, I don't like this. It's depressing me. Because um, there was like ash all over the, the. It was like a weird street that her bakery was on as well. It was like this barren street. It's like maybe you when find it shut down, a- everyone got so depressed that the whole street became abandoned. That, yeah, a, 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 a man's wife a died. Ghost in town. Yeah, a man's wife has died. Let's shut down 20 businesses. <laughs> oh, my God. How, how like, Freudian is this? I, I tried to write um, that William has the Baldwin voice. Like, yeah. it's just, I wrote Badwin. <laughs> <laughs> He's the bad one. <laughs> this He's film the bad is one. the bad one. <laughs> Whoops. Um, okay, let's get back to this fucking clock. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay, so father and son, they have the generic grievances that they always uh, do in this film. We don't get each other, yeah. Yeah. You're always working. Well, you're too carefree. You wouldn't. <laughs> You wouldn't know what it's like to be a kid. You wouldn't know what it's like to be an adult. Mm. A mysterious bear shows up on their doors. Yeah, like where? How did it come to be with them? But the bear had the bear came in a box that, that was, was late after mar- the website. Like a little fucking coffin. <laughs> the kid. Was looking at a website for two seconds, and he then didn't a, order the bear from the website. Though no, he was looking at Space Ninja toys, it's generic, <laughs> uh, generic Power Ranger it, knockoffs. Yeah, it, it's like we love the, the, the knockoff. <laughs> the director going to the art department, make it Space Ninjas. Well, just think of something right, better done. than Space Ninjas. Think <laughs> something better. So uh, Space Ninjas. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> think of something. So they're in a Christmas tree lot, they swap in the car. So then, because the, of the bear, it like the fucking bear. lights up like, and it goes, "Your wish is my command." And also, it's the most fucked looking bear. It was yeah. fucked. It was disturbing bear. It made its way from the nightmare from Christmas before Christmas realm into like it looked yeah. very ancient. It was very yeah. rickety, well, which we find Ooh. out. Oh, yeah. They, so when they realize that they've swapped because of the bear. Uh, they open it up and find a message inside, like, if you need this repaired, call this number. So they call you the number. You know how bears have that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they call the number. Tom Arnold shows up. Oh. <laughs> and it's like, oh, yeah, Tom Arnold. <laughs> he doesn't come in until so late. I yeah. forgot that he was going to show up. Uh, why was it ev- even in yeah, here? Yeah, totally. Well, let's be frank. How much do you reckon? It, how, like, if I was doing a, a student film, I think I could get Tom Arnold. <laughs> let's try. Let's just uh, pretend we're doing a film called Tom Arnold and see if he'll come rock up. <laughs> I feel like Tom Arnold's doing fun. Imagine, imagine like, the day after... After you've filmed this, you're Tom Arnold, you've finished filming, you go home and go, I was in a fucking James Cameron 
epic. <laughs> and now I'm in fucking do, Christmas Do you know what trade. I can't stop thinking about? What is like the Baldwin family do like on holidays? They get together and Alex says to William. <laughs> I like, made a Christmas movie. We all want to watch it. <laughs> But you know what I mean? And and yeah. Alec Baldwin's like, oh, I've got like a recurring cameo on Saturday Night Live for like my beloved impression yeah. of uh, shooting, the shooting uh, Mission Impossible Fallout next week. Yeah. Uh, what are you doing? How's your career? Oh, yeah. I just, it just bummed me the fuck out. Yeah. It, 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 it did. Like, that's actually what I was thinking during this film. Like, why does anyone want to be part of Holly, the Hollywood system if this is where you end up. You could be headlining major films that are playing in cinemas all around the world, earning millions of dollars, and then this is where your career ends up. This piece of shit that no one <laughs> on earth can fucking enjoy. <laughs> It, it like it, I'm not even having fun in this episode. Like I, it actually really upset me. It is depressing. <laughs> like I feel like there is every chance that Denise Richards is going to hear her hot or not. Like I feel like this is a real thing, and it's too much for me. Like I need to quit the podcast. Yeah, the yeah. vein on Paul's head is popping out. He's uh, laughing so hard. But you know, like this film drained the life out of me. So just th- this conversation is bringing it back. Cause there was a lot of laughing, just delirium at the end there. Yeah, but like I, you know, like pretty cool. It was no, so bad. no. <laughs> <laughs> I need to get a buzzer that I can just press for when Paul brings that up. Because whatever you say. I, I won't allow it. I object. But, yeah, but, like, I'm talking about all the other so bad, it's funny movies. You're laughing because they've done something so stupid or ridiculous. This film, the laughs that I got out of it was just, it was so depressing and bad and bland I was that like, I had so to obvious. laugh. Like, I was like, yeah. you couldn't think of anything else. Like, <laughs> Yeah. Like when, like he pulls out the 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 wedding ring, it's like, oh, they've got to get married. Like, so there were quite a few vice versa things. Doesn't didn't like Fred Savage's character basically force his dad to get married in the in that movie? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Was exactly. Yeah. This like, film is so sorry. blatantly a copy of Vice Versa. Yeah, it would be the a drinking crime. a beer thing. Yeah, yeah it would actually be a crime if Vice Versa was wasn't in the public if, domain because it was written in 1914 yeah. or whatever. But the movie, <laughs> the movie is what they've really, like, because yeah. even, like, the wearing sneakers, in, you know, instead of, like, work shoes, just, like, blue. And, like, the like dad that. never would have let him walk out of the house like that. Like, that was just a stupid, that was stupid. Yeah. Like, he helped him do his tie, he helped him get ready, and then he let him wear Chuck Taylors to the office. It's just dumb. Yeah. The one thing this was missing that Vice Versa had was, like. Can you want to go? <laughs> keyboard guy one. Where Hot is keyboard. keyboard guy? We need keyboard guy to save us. And also, there was no genital humor at all. Like, there was no scene of him going, oh, William Baldwin's penis. This is what I have now. Yeah, well, I'm really glad for that. Fuck. I just didn't fucking need it today. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> it's fucking Christmas. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that housewife was grabbing his junk while in the uh, store there. 
while she was molesting him. Yeah. Yeah, that was blatant sexual harassment. Even if he wasn't a child, there's like absolutely no It was issue. clear he was not issued. Yeah, absolutely. And, like and it is not all right to just aggressively pursue someone like that. It's just not all right. Yeah, firstly, apologies for anyone that was like following my plot synopsis because I can't be fucked anymore. Oh, yeah, but you're still <laughs> doing that. <laughs> Two, the guy that wrote this film really, I really felt like he hated women in a really serious <laughs> way. The way he wrote the female characters yeah, that's was fucking isn't it? disgusting. Mm. The, the mean boss and the thirsty mum are two of the most generically Awful, written hmm. by a man characters I've seen on also, film ever. They let the main boss had this really weird chest vein. When yeah. she screamed, there was like this weird. <laughs> and she when she screamed, it really like got enlarged. I'm like, and she all she did is scream. Let's cover that <laughs> no, up yeah, with yeah, with yeah. a not so low neckline. It was like, did anybody else see it? It was so distracting. I was, I felt like I was, I didn't notice that. I just felt like I was being attacked by that character. Like mm. every moment so she was on screen, yeah. she was just this shrill caricature that had no basis in any kind of reality, reality. came in. She's like, do you know what it's like to Fuck have you. childbirth? I was in childbirth for three years. <laughs> it's like three years. <laughs> it was. What so about when she goes? I made partner at, partner at thirty three. I'm like, wait, wait, and which, the rest. Which, what the fuck? <laughs> you which look which time? <laughs> which time? She brought it up like five fucking times. <laughs> she looked forty five. But I can just imagine like the writer of this film complaining about something minor to his wife and she's like oh you know it doesn't compare to childbirth and then he's like fucking women and wrote this like 10 page fucking diatribe yeah being a woman's the best really it's just really great (laughs) and then the then this fucking thirsty mum character Mm. okay so you know her and her friend I called the thirsty mum was Leatherface. Holy <laughs> shit. And the friend was Botox Betty. Jesus. Where do you find these people? Uh, they probably found oh, it in what, wherever wait, what, Denise Richards, yeah. whatever clinic Denise Richards Oh, we was need to talk about on. Denise after though. <laughs> wait, wait. So like, is this, is this the same um, channel or production company as, as Christmas Strips? <laughs> <laughs> Christmas, Christmas, Christmas switch. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it was aired. It wasn't made by the same production company, but when I looked it up on IMDb, it seemed to have aired on the same network. Yeah, because yeah. it just felt so like let's just make something. I don't care where no, you I, get this. Script I felt from. like it was trying to be higher than that than it, the it one did, we watched. I think it had a bit more production value than Christmas switch, slightly more. Come on, Christmas, you guys have forgotten. You've forgotten. <laughs> that, that amazing singing. <laughs> it's like, yeah. are we supposed to think this is good? Anyway, we're talking about a Christmas trade or we're talking, talking about another film because we're so don't want to talk about Did it. Did you feel like this film was, this film isn't that old. 2015. Yeah. It looked like it was set in 2002. Like the costumes, the sets. Except for Denise Richards. <laughs> Except face. for Denise Denise Richards' face and the use of an iPhone are the only two things that age this any mm. further than 2002. Yeah. Like, what is it about these low-budget films? Like, where are they getting – is there, like, a warehouse of of props and costumes? I imagine there is, right? I reckon there is. 
but it's like from 2002, they've never updated it, but it's the cheap place to go if you need to like clothe a whole bunch of people. Yeah, it's where like Disney send their like, they're like, all right, this stuff's dated. Yeah. Give it to the, the, the <laughs> subsidiary. Yeah. And then you see it in like 10 Christmas movies every year. So I guess in all the, the SWAT films that we watch, there's usually a reason why the bo- both characters can't just stay in their house and wait it all out. And like what you said in our last episode, like the parents there, why aren't they just saying, you can skip school? And this film, to its credit. Yeah, I was like, finally, the voice of reason. The dad's like, I have a plan. We're going to stay in the house. I'm going to call in sick for work and you're going to call in sick for school. But then instantly went back on it. I'm like, no, try harder. Say you have appendicitis. (laughs) Like, this is just ridiculous. Yeah. And so, the reasons that get them out of the house is the dad's got a deposition at his lawyer's office that he has to be a part of. And the kid has skipped too many days at school. So, if he skips any more, he'll have to repeat the grade. Now- both bullshit things that could have been easily avoided. But I guess that's leading up to the finales of these stories, which is he has to win the deposition and the kid- and the kid has to- do Zero stakes <laughs> in the kid's thing. And then they introduce this Christmas pageant that he has to be a part of. And you think, okay, so that's the thing. William Baldwin in the kid's body is going to have to do really great in this Christmas pageant and prove the... But for for, for what stakes? Is it, There's yeah. no stakes. Yeah. It's not like we're like, oh, because this girl he really likes is excited to hear him sing or do his performance. There's nothing. There's nothing. And then the, the film itself is like... Fuck the Christmas pageant because the, the swap happens in the middle of the I know, Christmas pageant. The swap pageant. was too early, wasn't yeah, it? It's it happened too, too early. early. So the swap happens in the middle of the Christmas pageant. So the so William Baldwin in the kid's body never has to prove anything. Is performance in the yeah. in the pageant and then just fucking walks off the stage and that's it. And just hug each other. <laughs> Surely they've stolen so much from all the other movies we've watched. Surely they could have thought, uh, what are these films? Working towards, ah, oh, a resolution. Okay, let's put a resolution in the film. <laughs> no. Did you guys notice any, like, continuity errors? One that I noticed oh, a were lot. were there a couple, were there? There's a Christmas wreath on the front door, but every time there's an establishing shot of the house, there's no Christmas wreath. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you guys see any? There was, no. There was- there was this um this character who was like a dog walker and she was totally unnecessary <laughs> to everything. <laughs> I was going to say that the car had no number plates on it, but yeah, that, that's another thing as well. And what an annoying character. If you're going to put an unnecessary character in there, at least make her endearing or entertaining in any way. Yeah. I felt like she was going for a bit of a like DJ from Full House, you know what I mean? And it's so fucking weird that you mentioned DJ from Full House because something's going to come up in the opinion swap. So just wait for this. Well, <laughs> shit. It's a Christmas miracle. Also, also, you know face. the way when the, kid, <laughs> when the kid says, no, the dad says, how old do you think I am? And he's like, I don't know, 60? And he's like, 60? I just Googled it. William Baldwin is 56. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Not sounds that about right. Off. But when they, so the film starts in the most generic way possible where they're waking up and turn off their uh, their alarms. And <laughs> then, screen, it, then it, in a split screen. And then it cuts to them both putting their shoes on and William Baldwin's feet 
looked like the feet of an 80-year-old. Giant varicose veins, Ooh. blue. Like, it was disgusting. Did any of you notice how old his feet looked? No. I think I was already checked out. By- <laughs> yeah, same. I wasn't paying too much attention to the feet in the film. Um, I, I, I mean, I get grossed out by feet Paul's very quickly. I, I hate feet, but I... They, they were especially disgusting. He hates that he loves them. <laughs> no. Yeah. So Everyone send your pictures of your feet to Paul. At <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. Cock shots, okay. Oh. No feet shots. Okay, so is there anything else about this piece of shit movie that we want to say? I have something to say, which yes. was interesting. Yes. Really? After they swapped. <laughs> why, we haven't seen it before. After they swapped, yeah. he said, the bear freaky Friday us. Yes. This is yeah. the first time we've heard, like, mention... A universe mentioned that this yeah. concept exists. Yeah. In, in a, in a film? Like, yeah. it, you know what I mean? It's sort of like... But he should have fucking said this bear vice versa to us, so... <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> this <But> film, <laughs> vice versa. <that's laughs> but it's like if there's if they're in that world, Freaky Friday exists, and like all other body swap films exist, and then like they can't swap because it's just a film thing. You know what I mean? Well, and the other thing, okay, so obviously Slayers, he's, man. he's watched Inception. Freaky Friday, and you get Freaky Fridayed. So why don't you fucking watch, watch the Freaky movie? Friday and well, that's a thing. In every you think other they're going to fucking- blow their whole budget on putting a Freaky Friday <laughs> clip in this film? No, no. Like, they could just be watching it and you don't see it or whatever. But I was going to say, watch Freaky Friday and realise that the way to swap back is to realise- Learn a lesson about each learn, other. Learn a lesson about each other. Yeah. But they didn't. <laughs> so, th- is this the first swap film we watch where they actually haven't learnt a lesson from each other? Yeah, they just, the, 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 the point was- the bear just needed to be fixed. It wasn't. You guys need to learn. <laughs> you needed an ancient cog for whatever <laughs> that he bought on a- that Santa, as Tom Arnold bought on Amazon. I fucking hate this movie. <laughs> Tom Arnold's Tom Arnold's role truly it was like community service. It was like he did something wrong, and it was like you can either pick up trash on the highway or you can be in this Christmas film a very small role. And he was like, "Fine, I'll do it." But do you uh, do you know who I got that vibe off even more is Denise, Denise Richards. Richards. She yeah. looks sad. She looked really and upset. And she was so to be in this shoehorned film. into it. Like yeah. when she rocked up and just the oh, the whole establishing thing with her. It was just yeah. like it made no sense. <laughs> yeah. What was her role in the office? Yeah. That she just like wanders around. She and- was an imaginary friend. <laughs> totally. <laughs> she and was how, a ghost. How, how bad was you know the scene where William Baldwin and her are working out together? Yeah. And He's there like was like the a de- yeah there was a definite that was supposed to be working out on treadmills. And yeah. they just definitely were pretending. Yeah. And yeah. It, you, everybody <laughs> knew it. It, it, it. You could just imagine them asking the director, like, did that look all right? It didn't, it didn't feel right. Is, is that going to look real? And they're like, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's fine. Don't worry about it. It was horrible. Do you think the fact that her character never smiled, well, only smiled once in the whole film was because, like, of what her face looks like when she smiles? I feel like or- I, I need it. I've got a lot to say in the hot or not section okay. for this. Like, it's just too sad. Okay. All right, you guys are giving me a lot of shit. Let's just, like, all right, the best pit, the best pit of the whole film, right? Baldwin. I can't remember his first name. William. <laughs> William. William Baldwin. Which wasn't the character's name, Bi- but yeah. Billy Baldwin, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, say what you will about this film, but when he... Did that party 
it was an amazing party. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did he say you need to call Party City? Yeah. Yeah, Party City's like legendary in America. <laughs> it was so one of the things in the film is that the office that he works for has a big Christmas party to impress this huge client and all these things had been organized like um fancy champagne and an ice sculpture and then a when when the child in William Baldwin's body finds out about this he decides that the party sounds too boring so he gets the his assistant to order a whole bunch of new things and no, then no, the party goes to shit the catering backs out yeah. the ice sculpture melts or some bullshit I don't so know. then when he's you like s- I'm gonna save this party so then when you see his version of the party it's a regular party, yeah. But the cups have antlers on them. There's, there's a few Christmas boxes. decorations. There's, there's juice, juice boxes as the drinks, and there's the a bouncy, bouncy castle, castle in the, in the corner. corner. <laughs> it's so fucking half-assed. Yeah, and then yeah, and then uh, what's her name? The 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 villain. The oh, I forget the villains. Name Harper Vaney Chest. She's like Vaney Chest is all like, oh my god, this party! I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Like, what it should have been, what they wanted it to be, what it should have looked like the toy store, the toy store from Home Alone, Home Alone 2. Do you know what I mean? Like, it should have been a really childlike wonder. Yeah. Yeah. It should have been, but like you said, it was just like, I was expecting it to be terrible and there to be like cheeseburgers, like it to be like a Chuck E. Cheese. I'm like, it's a fucking regular party with a bouncy castle in the, in the corner. And then the, the, so and William Bowen, <laughs> William Bowen completely fucked up the meeting with, with the, with the, the uh, big client earlier. Yeah, Which we need client. to talk about the client's so, name. Th- the client, Mr. Green. Milton Green. Uh, and so the client comes to the party and his, his son- I need to talk about Milton. Yeah. His son is jumping in the jumping castle and he's the only kid there. Mm. And he is like- I'm going to make you executive. I'm so happy down. that you thought of my child. He hates- you know, when he has to hang out with me, but he's having the time of his life because I can shove him on the other side of the room and he can yeah. jump in a castle by himself. Mm. You've be- got the big... <laughs> and then he fucking is like, you know, let's have another meeting. I'm giving you a second chance. You're going to smash this based on him hiring a fucking bouncy castle. Yeah, insane. They went into solvency the next day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Is that enough for this? Uh, they stole from Seventeen again, talking the bully out of being a bully. Ah, oh, yeah. Moving on. And they stole just the right. shaving scene out of Big as well. This movie has nothing to stand on. It's just like, so let's, let's, let's steal from every other swap <laughs> film do, and make it bland. Is this? Are we about to move on to our other sections? Yes. yes. So, this, the last thing I have to say about mm. the film overall is this. The movie? Awful. The dogs? Priceless. <laughs> Some beautiful dogs in this movie. And then also the freeze frame. (laughs) Of the kid at the end with the dog. Atrocious. (laughs) We all, like, fell over laughing. at. They're like, how the fuck are we going to end this fucking thing? Should we fade it out? And they're like, nah, do a freeze frame. (laughs) Oh, my God. I'll screenshot it and put it on the socials. There's a few things we need to eat that will need to be screenshotted. We need to do (laughs) the um, chest vein. (laughs) Yeah. A few things, yeah. Just watch the socials. It's going to become yeah. alive. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. All right. So now it's time to stop talking about the uh, mechanics of this bullshit film and <laughs> talk about how attractive the people in it were. So time for Hot or Not. Are they a toot or a boot? Are they ugly or cute? Tell me if they're hot or not. Everyone, Everyone is beautiful, beautiful in their own way. way. I feel like Paul's... I thought you were going to add something. I was like <laughs> watching you. What are you going to say about poor Denise Richards? Uh, okay. Let's get let's get the depressing stuff out of the way first. It's so. all depressing, by the way. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, there's, I think there's some interesting friend or foes here. I'm, I've, you know, I didn't want this to be like us shitting on a whole bunch of people. So I reckon I've got a couple of hots in here to, to round it out. But... Let's start with mm-hmm. let's start with Denise Richards as Chloe. So I feel like Denise Richards was a babe and she's just sadly a victim of Hollywood. Yeah. And it, I don't feel like it's very fun to make fun of that. Yeah. It, it it you know, it's unfortunate, but it's sort of it's a product of the symptom that the system that she's in. Yeah. In like that's what's forced on them, and that's what's normal. It, it hasn't worked out very well, but yeah, I don't think it's funny. I think that the real piece of shit is the director of photography of this film because there's ways to shoot people so they don't look like she looks in this film. She is still a, a pretty attractive person, an attractive sure. woman, mm. and whoever shot this film just did not. Care at Did all? Did not understand lighting. Did there was so many like blown the makeup out windows. Person. And- yeah, there were blown out windows. It was weird. Yeah, wasn't the it? makeup person, the lighting person, the director of photography. They should all be on their hands and knees maybe apologizing Denise really, to Denise Richards. Maybe she's a real like, mean person and they were like, well, I'm fucking lying to you. <laughs> I feel like she, it's, she's got that Monet thing. Like from far away, you're like, oh, she still looks 25. And then you get closer and you're like, Oh no! And which is surprising because of the amount of surgery that she's had. Like, uh, there's a lot more movement in her face than what I expected there to be. And I mean, just like look, everybody does it. Mm-hmm. Some people just do it better than others, and yeah. it, it's it's un- it's really unfortunate. Yeah. And I don't want to make anyone feel bad about if that's your choice, that's fine. I just feel like there was something missing in her eyes. Like she just mm. like you could see that she did not want to be like yes. that room. Yes. Character motivation. She's yeah. like, I don't know what Zettel. this line if, means. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If if she had like if she had joy to her, and if she had like enthusiasm. Yes, true. It totally have, true. It would have shined through, and we'd be like, she doesn't look like a scary, but she didn't even register as a human being in this film. Yeah, it's like I said, she's like, well, Charlie Sheen has truly fucked our lives. You'll have to explain that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know what's going on with him, though, right? No. Oh, dear. Yeah. You, you didn't hear about his big breakdown or anything? 
I, I like a recent one. I, I remember hearing something the winning about- and the tiger blood. Like he totally lost what? the lot. They were married. They were married. Yeah. And, like, he totally fell off the rails and had a drug problem. And once upon a time, they probably lived, like, this nice, comfortable life off his two and a half men salary and yeah, whatever. Yeah. And she's like, well, fuck this. Like, I got to go out and I got to feed the kids. And she signed up and did this fucking film. Like, yeah. truly, I think it would have been in the thick of, of that. Well, so, how depressing. Moving on. <laughs> so, I'm going to I'm gonna give her a hot I'm. I feel for you, Denise Richards. I'm giving you a hot. She gets the same sort of grade from me as well, and also like slam and bod. She's in better shape than I'll ever be. Yeah, and she's well. She is an icon. Like, wild things, baby. Wild yeah. things. What's this film? What? What? I've never seen it. You've never seen Wild Things. <laughs> he no. has because he's no, a young. No, he no. was once a young boy. Oh uh, no, never. You've never seen Wild. He's things. doing the joke thing. He's seen it. <laughs> <sighs> I oh, I watched Wild Things at a school party and it was really weird to be in a room with a bunch of dudes being like, oh, That's well, yeah, we should probably <laughs> let you all go now. <laughs> <laughs> or like, don't ask anyone to stand up and pass you anything. <laughs> all right. So, William Baldwin. Last time, I think we all gave his brother hots for mm. freely to a kiss. Is it going to be uh, two brothers getting two hots? This is, this is the thing. Like... The makings of a hot man are there. <laughs> and, like, if you consider... He, he was a male model. If you consider him and Alec Baldwin, like, he's kind of held it down yeah. better than Baldwin. Yeah, he has to. Than, than Alec. Because <laughs> he, yeah. he doesn't have the talent. <laughs> but... Doesn't he, though? I Do you think they have that much of a difference between their amount of talent? That yes, those two brothers totally. Have. Like, uh, could you imagine that scene where he's pretending to be a kid and playing like with a grenade and blocks and stuff? I could. I feel like I would Are have been laughing just, if that was Alex Baldwin. Did you Baldwin. just accuse <laughs> Alex Baldwin? Did you just accuse Alec Baldwin of not being a good actor? No, I'm saying that he's as William. Good as William. William is, is. I don't think which is saying the same thing to me. Yes, he was a bad actor. Come on, when he was trying to get the Christmas tree off the top of the car, like you could have done a better job. But, uh, I don't know, like. In general, I wrote, I wrote in down, other I wrote movies, down, is this physical comedy? Like, is this what he <laughs> thinks he's doing? I just, I think this film is so badly directed that no. So, give actor- me an example though, where where he excels. Uh, you're giving, you're getting, letting him get off pretty lightly after fucking roasting the kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the kid, I like I said, say, the kid did better. Um, how about his uh, stellar performance in uh, Backdraft Two? Gossip Girl. <laughs> Or MacGyver. <laughs> it just no. feels too mean. Yeah. And I I, I feel like he kind of looks like he, he lives pretty hard. You know what I mean? Like, Alec Baldwin's getting, like, herbal peels on his face. <laughs> <laughs> and he's married a yoga instructor, so he does yoga and yeah. he really, you know, he tries his best. Um, but this guy, uh, it just yeah. feels, it feels too mean. Yeah. Feels- well, I'm giving him a knot, though. I'm just giving him a knot. Okay. It just has to be done. I'm going the same. Yeah. (laughs) I think what we can give him, if we're going to throw him a bone, Mm. at least he's better than Stephen Baldwin. I can't even remember. He's the religio crazy one. Oh, dear. Like major Trump It just feels, this film, like everyone that you're going to want us to say, hold on, not to, it it just feels like kicking them when they're down. And it just doesn't feel, it's it's not fun. (laughs) How about Tomato? (laughs) 
<laughs> He's not my flavor. Next. Yeah, I'm giving him a not. Yeah, I think uh, we've talked about characters like this. Like, that's his thing. He, I'm sure he's aware that that's not what gets him the the, the money. Is like yeah. uh, just his immense looking- talent. <laughs> <laughs> what is Tom Arnold like? I think he. What's I think a Tom he- Arnold vehicle like? Was, did he have a TV lies. show? Uh, wasn't he in Roseanne? Yeah, he was in Roseanne. I feel like he was in a he movie. He was the sister's like- boyfriend? All right. So, Jennifer Grant as Trish, the thirsty um, mother. Leatherface. Yeah. Sorry, mate. Yeah. It's she same sort of thing. Skeevy, rapey vibes. And, like, good on her for, like, keeping it tight, but truly. Yeah. I'm giving her a knot. Yeah. All right. Let's 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 start with some – let's finish off with a couple of – Friend or foe? Oh, actually, let's do the friend or foe first. So, would you friend or foe uh, the son played by Michael Campion? I'd be friends with him, and I'm ready for you guys to like be dicks about it. Look, I think he was poorly acted. It was a poorly acted performance, but the kid never actually. I am not fucking kidding. I think it was the best performance in this whole (laughs) fucking film. (laughs) Like he was the worst actor I've ever seen, but. Um, the kid. We watched Pretty Cool, Paul. We watched Pretty Cool. What performance in Pretty Cool was worse than that performance? The Every lead. single one. <laughs> Which one? The uh, oh, the impersonation. Why does Paul get the license on? Like, I'm allowed to say yeah, this like is good and this is yeah. yeah. It's not fair. <laughs> Look, um, I, okay. So first of all, this kid. I I don't know if I'd be friends. I don't have any idea they who didn't, he is. They didn't give you any indication of the kid's personality. When they drove past the burnt down muffin shop, he was sad. Yeah, and like his hair was all like down on his face, and he, that was a sad child. He looked sad. He, I would mm. want to be friends with him to help him not feel that way anymore. He was he was so bland and generic that like I'm going to give him a friend like. I'm sure he'd sure, be whatever you needed him to be as a friend. And his other friend reminded me of the kid from um, uh, Billy Madison. I was going to say Stranger <laughs> Things, but... Yeah, that too. A mix yeah. of the two. Yeah, totally. Yeah. The Finn Wolfgang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wolfgang. Wolfhard. Wolfhard. Um, All right. So, for, for, wait, wait, wait. Before you move on. Yeah. The bully. You love the bullies. So, this bully, obviously, you're going to be But this bully wasn't with. popular. Everyone hated the bully. Uh, yeah. That's Paul just likes about. it when but, they can lift his self. But I give you major props, for, and you laughed at this as well, when he threw the ball <laughs> at the back of his head. It's like, <laughs> good catch. <laughs> good catch. <laughs> that, was a, that was a baller move. I'll give him that. <laughs> But I, I'm going to give him a foe because right. he was just What about terrible. the other bully? Because uh, Chesty, Chesty Vane um, McGee, she, she's like a grown-up villain. No, I didn't like her. Like, I, I like my villains to be a bit more, like, bitchy and underhanded and snipey And they have comments. to be popular. A, a and Jafar, popular. Yeah. If you I, I don't like this dialed up to 11, constantly shrill screaming <laughs> About nothing that was just annoying. Okay. She's a definitely, I don't know what, she's an adult, so we usually hot or not her, but I'm going to foe her because I, I found her irritating. Chess Fane. <laughs> Chess Fane, <laughs> you've been foed. <laughs> all right, let, let's finish on. Get it checked out is all I'm saying. <laughs> let's finish on uh, some hots because I think we need some positivity. Victor Brown as Milton Green, he was definitely. A hot for me. Not was- for me, because you know who he looked like? 
their boyfriend from Suddenly 30. No. Uh, he, he was like also Farquhar. hot. <laughs> <laughs> this guy was hot. He looked like Matt Boomer. I don't know he who was that hot. is. He was hot. Brendan, back me up. He was hot. Oh, gorgeous. See? <laughs> Brendan is the, I understand a thing or two yeah, about He knows men. about men. How <laughs> so? Do uh, tell. All right. <laughs> and hot number two for me, Montana Marks as his paralegal. She always wore disgusting shirt tie combos. She dressed like a waiter. <laughs> disgusting fashion sense, but she was stunning. I thought- the shirt tie girl. Shirt tie girl, yeah. Yeah, ditto. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, again, another like, who was costuming this fucking movie? And She like, wore a short tie, like a waiter. Truly, yeah. like, it was- <laughs> It's like- I feel like her, um, uh, his uh, secretary got um, her wardrobe mixed up with the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was wearing uh, Christmas like vests and stuff. And stuff. Like oh, truly. Yeah, and- I- do you think Denise Richards saw the girl playing the paralegal and it's like, put her in some fucking disgusting outfits. I'm not going to be outshone by that <laughs> bit actor. They were never in the same room. <laughs> Let's get to Opinion Swap, where we find some interesting reviews of Christmas trade from across the interwebs, but How mostly e- just letterboxed. Any exist? Are there any Yes. So, it only had like 10 reviews on Letterboxd, but... There was reviews, and then I found some on on um, Amazon as well, so we're in luck. So this one is from Letterboxd. Gave it one star, and he says, Major disappointment that the kid doesn't once wear a comically oversized suit, because that's on the poster. True. Obviously, it never happens. <laughs> I don't ask for realism in my body swap movies, but it kept bothering me that these two never came up with any sort of plans to deal with their predicament, where the filmmakers are already so bored with their premise that they didn't bother to conceive at least one goof-ass plan. I was never really clear if Tom Arnold was supposed to be a deceased relative of the protagonist or a devious soul using infernal toys to cause holiday Freaky Fridays. Again, why compare this to Freaky Friday and not vice versa, but... I guess maybe not maybe everybody's not seen vice versa. <laughs> um, also, yeah, like, why wouldn't they even try to do a microphone and a headpiece thing yeah. to get him through that fucking meeting? Yeah. Get yeah. a Bluetooth and get the kid to feed you the fucking lines. Like, come on. Yeah, like, vice versa thought of that before the advent <laughs> of fucking mobile phones, you... <laughs> Fucking clown shoes. <laughs> or, or at least, like, do something inventive. Like, how about they both go into the garage and throw a brick at their legs? <laughs> <laughs> you can still go to work if you've got a broken leg. <laughs> can we do a director's cut of this film and add that scene in? <laughs> oh, that's so messed up. <laughs> just like, ah! <laughs> Whoa. Uh, so this one's from Julius. Uh, sorry, this one's from Julie C on Letterbox. She gives it two and a half stars. I kind of found this funny, cute—a Christmas Freaky Friday between father and son. One thing wasn't cute though: Denise Richards' face. What happened there? Oh, <laughs> Julie, don't be so mean. And also, it's not Freaky Friday; it's vice versa. Uh, this one's from Stan Stan Heck on Amazon. 
And he says, don't waste your time on this. Waste felt W-A-I-S-T. <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge bore. And, yeah, and this bit is all in capital, so I have to shout it. Beware of false reviews and reviewers. Some reviewers have only one review to their name. Now when it's a positive review that tells me that they were involved with the movie. If it's a negative review, then they might have a grudge against the film. Now I have reviewed over 300 holiday films and specials. I have no agenda. <laughs> Does he have a podcast on holiday films? Yes. <laughs> Uh, he says the plot is a ripoff of Freaky Friday and Freaky Friday was remade twice and they were both, both much better than this crap. So, okay. So first off, I love the off, way there are guy, people out there who think that Freaky Friday is the only body swap movie that exists. Yeah, and Little do they know. Also, there's more than two fucking remakes, Mitch. Yeah. Anyway, um... Billy Baldwin does not have enough charm or innocence to pull this off. Those are two things you need to have in order to make this film seem somewhat plausible. He comes across in this like someone who is mentally challenged. His co-star, Michael Champion, only comes across slightly better. So he agrees with you, Lucy. Yeah. Don't waste your time on this. It's a huge ball. Spelled B-I-I-E. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so this one's from M. Ortis, who gives it five stars. Mm. Good family video night movie. I highly recommend. Recommend spell R-E-C-O-M-E-N-D. <laughs> I can't. The spelling thing. I. I'm. I'm a terrible speller. So, I'll, I'll. just let me attack these people. <laughs> it was very well done. Good family movie for family movie night. Good storyline. Certainly different than other similar movies out there. How so? How? <laughs> what made this DVD cool is that I personally know Michael Champion. Yeah. So it made it much cooler to watch. And to have, unless you haven't heard, Michael has been cast as J.D. Fuller, DJ's oldest son for the Full House reboot, Fuller House. Holy shit. The series comes out next month. Keep an eye out. P.S. I'm his mother. (laughs) (laughs) So they recommend knowing him for a bit before watching the film. (laughs) Shit. You really want to get into this. Hang out with my son for a few Shit. All right, now it's time for Tenuous Recommendations, where we each recommend a movie, TV show, song, album, or book that is connected to today's movie in some way. Now, last episode, Brendan was a true piece of shit mm. and went on a 20-minute tirade against Hilary Duff. I didn't time it, but it sounds about right. You better do fucking better this week. It was week, 20 seconds max, Or anyway. you will <laughs> literally get kicked off this podcast. Literally. <laughs> Well, luckily, I've stepped up my game. Okay, let's hear it. So, this film Mm. happened in December (laughs) because it's Christmas, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the film I'm recommending, there's a montage, which is a passage of time. And through that passage of time, December happens. My film's called In the Art of Self-Defense. Have you heard of it? I don't think so. I have heard of it. Is this the one with, um, what's his face, Social Network? Jesse Eisenberg. Yes. Or what's his face as most people. <laughs> yeah, I watched it recently and it was uh it was a really interesting film. Like um I feel like if you like 
What's that guy who did the lobster and the killing? Yorgos Lanthimos. Yeah, I feel like if you um, enjoy his writing, you'd probably enjoy this film. It's um, it's about a guy uh, who's a meek, small little guy. Think of someone like Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, <laughs> and Jesse Eisenberg can get it, man. Don't don't be talking <laughs> shit about Jesse Eisenberg. <laughs> like I'm sure he could be like gotten by anyone. He's a little tiny man, but I'm saying no. That- I'm saying like he can get this. <laughs> So anyway, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to segue away from that. So yeah, this this uh this little meek little dude, uh, he lives a small, you know, a very uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, what's the word? Just a small, tiny life. Ordinary. He's well, like, wait, let me just. I haven't seen the fucking film. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> just get to the fucking point. I can't believe your link is that it occurs in the month of December. That could be <laughs> any not even, film. Not even the whole fucking yeah. movie. Like a montage mm. where one month is That's what I'm saying though. There's like, that I'm, I'm many pretty, films in the world that occur have December in them. I, I'm pretty sure anyway. I'm pretty sure that happened. Christ. Anyway, All right, just tell so us. So this film, right, uh, there's this guy. He's a uh, he's very... Um, he's, he's very <laughs> Think meek. Think of words. <laughs> <laughs> he's a he's a meek guy and uh he's uh, definitely afraid of uh you know being hurt and stuff like this mm-hmm. and uh one day he just wants to go get uh food for his dog and he ends up getting attacked on the street oh, no. and it just sends sends him like withdrawn from the world um until he starts getting involved in a martial arts class and starts to build slowly that confidence back up that he could you know like get to a fight club type thing but it goes in this weird mysterious direction that's really fun and exciting and interesting and uh like other films i mentioned uh it's trying to make a bigger point and i think it's a really good film when was it made how old is it this year oh okay wow i I was listening to an interview with the director and he was saying that yorgos lanthimos was a big inspiration for the writing of it and he also said that a lot of people have compared the film to Fight Club, but that's something he never considered while he was writing it. Well, I well sure. Yes, he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but apparently, yeah, I haven't seen it yet, but that's a connection a lot of people have made. So. It was a really surprising, like, I, if you watch the trailer, I think you'll go, oh, I'm, I'm interested or not, mm-hmm. but you also won't lose anything by watching it because it definitely takes yeah. you to places you're not expecting. Yeah, I, I'm keen. I'm keen to um, watch well, it. Well, I'm not recommending it to you, but. Fine, fuck you. <laughs> Since I got attacked last last time, uh, I don't recall you getting attacked. Just uh, Hillary Duff. If you attack Hillary Duff, you're attacking me. <laughs> so, um, oh, this childish fighting—it's <laughs> Christmas. So I thought I need to have a bit of leeway this this episode, and my connection is just as bullshit as a lot of yours. So what? my my it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> my connection is that the film The Christmas Trade was reviewed on the Swapcast podcast. And <laughs> I don't know if you've heard, we've recently joined the Lip Media Network. And since then we've had a lot more listeners out there. And we can actually track where all our listeners are coming from. And it turns out that I'm one, of our, Japan. <laughs> one of our major markets is Argentina. 
<laughs> so I thought, wouldn't it be cool to recommend an Argentinian film? And Oh, I'm Paul. I'm so worldly. I watch world films. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till you hear the movie. <laughs> so I'm going to recommend one of the most widely regarded Argentinian films of all time, high school musical El Desafío. <laughs> Which was the Argentinian Argentinian remake of High School Musical? Oh wow! I would never would have guessed. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I'm also glad you've like you know not stuck to the same old same old. That you've gone in a different direction. Yeah, there wasn't a lot to mine here in the cast and crew. <laughs> well, I was going to do a Christmas movie, but I thought this is like I I'm so glad that we're hitting it big in Argentina. So I wanted to throw them throw him a bone, and I'd love to hear Argentina. And, we love you. Yeah, I wanted. I'd love to hear our Argentinian listeners like opinions on this film because I've never heard an Argentinian person talking about it, but I love it. So they actually did a reality TV show in Argentina and cast this film based on that reality TV show as all people vying for the past and parts in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's set in Argentina, they play soccer instead of um, basketball. So there's a big uh, musical number where they're playing soccer and like they're going football, 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 <laughs> which is really good. Um, all the songs, mm. so there were there was a Chinese remake of High School Musical and a Brazilian High School Musical as well, and they reuse some of the songs. But the Argentinian one is all original music. Brendan, How many Brendan, of- Brendan, you know. <laughs> You know what's coming there, Wait, right? Oh, one uh, of us he's is he's playing the long game. One of us is going to have to fucking watch it. <laughs> Whatever you do, I see where this is going. I was like, how does like how does um, doing my you know brilliant patented tenuous link <clears throat> system like insulting? It's like great, but oh no. <laughs> so. It's a lot of fun. I would recommend uh, seeking it out. It's not the easiest film to find. I had to import the DVD. How many copies? Much of to great your remakes of High School Musicals do you have? Well, I have. I have the Chinese and the Argentinian. You got DVDs. the Mexican one, don't you? No, oh, there's no Mexican. There's a Brazil. There's um. Sorry, yeah, the Mexican one. I don't have on DVD. I've seen it. Yeah. That one skews a lot closer to the original. Yeah, it does. This one is a totally. (laughs) (laughs) This one, instead of actually being about a high school musical, it's about like a battle of the band situation Mm -hmm. as well. So it changes the storyline a bit. (laughs) We're very close to the finish line. So, High School Musical El Desafio, oh, that, that is translated to High School Musical The Challenge. So, just so you know. Yeah, cool. it sounds like a challenge. <laughs> so, Get ready, Brenton. <laughs> uh, Lucy, can you outdo that? Um, so, mine, I did a real link. Like, it's there's an actor that's in this film. <laughs> but hilariously, like, uh, it's William Baldwin. But, like, okay. it's a piss take. That he's in. Yeah. So, I'm doing Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Ah, uh, awesome. Wait, where was he in that? So, you know how Kristen... Kristen Bell? Bell is an actress, like, within... Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she's on some shitty crime show. Yeah. And they play, like, a trailer of it. Oh, because he, oh, he takes off his he's sunglasses. He's the detective yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There um, you go. 
So I'm doing Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I'm sure everyone in the world has seen it, but yeah. this was really hard to do and I wasn't going to do some bullshit like you two. <laughs> um, and I found out today when I was um, looking this up, I didn't know Jason Siegel wrote this. Yeah. I love that for him. Mm. Um, I have a major Jones for him. And he wrote his own cock shot into that film. Yeah. Like, it's a pretty brave move. Um, good for you, honey. Live your life. <laughs> and, yeah, I've got a major. I love him. And there's so many great scenes in it. It's just, like, the perfect vehicle for him. Yeah. And his dick, I guess. Um, <laughs> there's so I many the great moments. I the vehicle for his dick. You know, my mouth. <laughs> so many. Yeah, okay. <laughs> There's so many. Like that there's so many great moments, you know. So it's about someone who's been broken up with and they're yeah. really depressed. There's so many great moments of him just alone in his house, being fucking hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> that thing where he's playing a song and he's singing to himself about how he should go and see a therapist. I don't. I'm not going. I don't <laughs> want to do it anyway. It's just really funny. Um, and the whole cast is great, even though Russell Brand is in it, but he's perfectly cast. To be twat. Yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, yeah same. Like, it was an awesome film. And last year when I went to Hawaii, I'm like, we're staying in the Forgetting Sarah Marshall Hotel. And you looked up how much it cost and it was a million dollars? No, I stayed there. Oh, good for you, honey. Yeah. I highly recommend that hotel as well if anyone wants to go to Hawaii. <laughs> you can't tenuously, tenuously recommend hotel. hotel. <laughs> and then I'm going to make you do it as the tenuous link. <laughs> You're flying to Hawaii. <laughs> Where are we ranking Christmas Trade among the films that we've watched for the podcast? Look, I, I'm putting this in between Pretty Cool and The Change Up. It's second from the bottom. Oh, really? Yeah, I hated it. <laughs> um, I'm going to do one better. I'm putting it under The Cobbler. It is now my most hated. And yeah, I will be putting it underneath uh, Prelude to a Kiss and... Between, uh, and above pretty cool. So yours is second from the bottom as second well. Second from the bottom. <laughs> you guys are both fucked that you are saying that pretty cool is worse than this film. You have a brain tumor that's pushing on your pleasure center <laughs> and making you think it's a good film. Pretty cool. It was fun to watch. This was there was dead silence in the room while we were watching this piece of shit. You laughed heaps. No, actually, you're making a lot of sense. I'm I'm shifting it one down. This is my bottom. Yes, thank yeah. you, thank you. Some sanity in this room. <laughs> nah. but it's, it's neither nothing to do with quality any at all. It's just the fact that I felt something. I didn't I laugh. Felt shocked. I didn't laugh in. <laughs> I didn't laugh in pretty cool. You two did because you're boys, <laughs> but I didn't laugh. How in about cool. when he was making them fart to like the classical music? No, I kind of have like got over that farts are funny. Like I'm a grown woman. <laughs> I don't need, I don't really need to laugh at a symphony of farts. <laughs> I don't know. I think everyone needs to laugh at a symphony of farts. Oh, okay. Farts are funny sometimes, but yeah. I felt like in this, it was just violating those poor women and it was just, there's a permanent record out there that they let themselves be in a symphony of farts. <laughs> so, Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> God bless us, everyone. So... <laughs> So, next episode, it's time to head back to the cinema. And we're going to go watch Jumanji The Next Level. Are we excited? (laughs) Yes, very. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Uh, So, all the original cast is back, but this time we have Danny DeVito, Danny Glover, and Aquafina. Love it. And a horse. And a horse. 
We this is our first like human horse swap. Yeah. Oh god. I'm into it though. It's yeah. It's gonna be good. Yeah. And like Nick Jonas returning. Like, yeah. The, I'm I'm hyped. I'm hyped for this. So apologies to our uh, US listeners because it's been out there for a while, but uh, it's just coming out here after Christmas. So it, we will have watched it in time for the next episode. So. Again, thanks for listening. Make sure you keep up with our socials. Send us an email. We love hearing from everyone. And review us on iTunes. Have and a Merry happy Christmas. Jolly yeah. Christmas. Yeah, actually, if you want to give us a Christmas present, just fucking review us. Or send Paul feet pictures. Nice. <laughs> oh, God. Right. Merry Christmas, everyone. God bless us, Bye. everyone. Bye. Merry Christmas. Bye. The Swapcast podcast is recorded in Adelaide, Australia. It's hosted by Paul Mitzi and edited by Brendan Levi and Paul Mitzi. Our theme song was written and performed by John Marco of Too Creative, featuring Lucy Thomas, and recorded at Browntown Studios. Our music bumpers were created by Reggie Parker. Contact him on parkerregmusic at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.